You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I didn't expect some kind of cinematic inquisition. Nobody expects a cinematic inquisition. Welcome everybody to the Cinematic Inquisition. My name is Tyler Hoskin and joining me today is Lindsay Shrapko. Hello. Hello. And Mark Bunn. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Not a whole lot. No. Fair. Hey. You know, while we were while we were not recording, it's like Spider Man left the top of the box office only to come back to the top of the box box office. So yeah. really nothing's changed. No, no, really nothing's changed. Cause no. Scream had it for like what? Three days? One yeah, that weekend. <laughs> That's what it was, the weekend. And then And then Spider Man came back and took it back and said came nope. back swinging. Yep. And I mean it was only a fourteen million dollar comeback. Exactly. But so that really, okay. I don't know how well screen's gonna go. Not it's it's everybody that's gonna wanna see it has seen has it. Has seen it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else. Like me, I wanna see it, but I'll wait. Right. Well, we can't even see it yet because we can't go to theaters. Uh, right. Oh. That's why most of us didn't go. Well, that's why I didn't go see it. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what I, that's what this whole COVID shit's done to me. I'm now a hermit. Yeah, I feel you with the hermit hermitness. I am. I am in the same boat. I go yep. nowheres. Do not do not go anywheres. There's no point. No. Because I judge harshly. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it. I I, I watch people and I judge them. (laughs) And I judge them, which is fantastic. (laughs) All right. Well, let's judge something else, shall we? Yes. And uh, so we decided to watch the new Matrix movie, Matrix Resurrections. Um. And I mean, I I think I had higher hopes for this movie than I did. I don't know. It was it was weird. I'm gonna. I had to watch it twice because I didn't. I wasn't sure how I felt about after the first viewing. You know what? I watched it one and three quarter times because I actually on the first viewing actually enjoyed it. Even though I, I, I've seen the negativity and everything else. So I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. Right. Keeping certain things in mind. And yeah, they go a little too meta. Like. They go real meta. Oh, like, meta the entire movie. It, I, I can, from that point of view, I guess like what I did. Because it it's one of those things i remember when the matrix came out and you know i went to see it in theaters and you're at the original one anyways let's forget about the other two anyway my mind was blown like i remember just being in awe sort of gasp at the concept of this movie um so this cuz we we know how it ended question mark um I wanted to see how they were going to bring things back and and reintroduce us to characters that should be dead. 
And I thought in that respect, they didn't do too bad of a job. Um, the tongue in cheek, it being a video game as opposed to a movie, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was kind of cool. I, they did kind of force feed you when it came to, well, the reason why this scene is being shot is because of this scene that was in the original movie or in number two or in number three, mm-hmm. having it in the background. Um, I or didn't just a find short clip it. of it just edited it in. I, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I can understand why people didn't like it. Like, I, I get both sides. Um, I, I, I don't know. Do they still do extra features on DVDs and Blu-rays and shit? I don't know. I haven't bought physical media in forever. <laughs> okay, but here's my thing. If there is not some sort of singing scene between NPH and Jonathan Groff, that is a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. You True. have Dr. Horrible and King from Hamilton. Yeah. And and as as well as, you know, Sven or whatever Although his I name is from, from Frozen. But uh, he's in Mindhunter, yes, but yeah. he's also Hamilton. Like, there's a perfect opportunity, even if it's an... Uh, it will forever be on. How do you fit in a musical scene in the Matrix? If they didn't at least film it, I will be crushed. Or like a blooper reel or whatever, you know? Exactly, because to me, that is the perfect, perfect opportunity to do something like that. Mm. And if they did, I'm, I'm afraid they may have missed it. I hope not, but I'm afraid <laughs> they may have missed it. But I think it, something overall, like that would have been like gone viral, though. I know, so and I that's think, it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's John. I, I I love both actors, and I thought they were cast for their parts extremely well. Um, NPH, I think, brought out everything we thought would happen to his character in Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. You know, he he really leaned into that, and and it's very much that's kind of what it is because his was D and D, right? Yeah. Um and Groff did really well playing the I'm your friend, but I'm not your friend, but I'm not your enemy, but I am. You I know, yeah. it's exactly the same as he, as it was in Mindhunter. Uh, yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> so I mean all in all, I, I, I didn't mind it. And even on the the second ish viewing Mm-hmm. As much as I can see why people had issues and why people had problems with it, I was still like, no, I can still take this as 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 a, a half decent. You know, it it didn't necessarily close any you know gaping plot holes, but at the same time, it sort of did. Ish. Yeah, it kind of sort of went around ways to do it sure yeah i don't know i yeah i found the like the the scenes were interesting to me i didn't really like i i got it and i didn't get it at the same time i don't know if that <laughs> makes sense because it's just like i yeah it's we're trying to make it look like this is your past and something you remember why but why would you need to do that well, and that's it. Like I, the some of the 
they were approached, I think were very purposeful. Purposeful, like the, even the opening scene with it's the water, but it doesn't look like water. Then it's sort of a reverse image, and then it's them walking through. Like it, it's done yeah. well. It, it. I think that scene, just that very first scene, sort of sets you up to say, "Don't rely on what you're you're seeing." Because it can, it's it can be manipulated very easily, and to show you how easily it can be manipulated, we're taking something as something very simple as a puddle, but we're not showing you that it's a puddle yet. So you think it's the scene, but then when you realize the it's the puddle, but then you think, oh, it's it's the reflection, but then it's not the it's it's done again. It kind of sets it up, even and, and, and I'm sure maybe I'm to it. Or maybe I read way too much about the Matrix back in the day that that's how I'm sort of looking at it. Same with like the reflections. Um, you know, when we get a glimpse of what uh, Tom Anderson looks like, to, looks everyone like else. to everyone else. You know, yep. same yep. with same with Tiffany when her reflection is on the table, and mm-hmm. it's that's how she's looking to everyone else. So even though it. it it's kind of like um, free guy in a sense. How they did that, like the like what how you're supposed to interpret it, because sure what you're what you're seeing the actors, and the reflections give you the idea of what you're actually supposed to be looking at or what everybody else is looking at. So quantum leap. So I mean, in, in those respects, like, and they must have done something, like when Keanu is in the Matrix. Um, I noticed, like, again, his hair very, very little gray, his beard almost no gray, um, which is a stark contrast to when they pull him out, because, like, in the Matrix, he really, as much as he's got the beard and the hair, they've still retained a kind of young looking Keanu. I think yeah. shaving all the hair off his face and head helped make him look younger because that well, no. does help. If anything, that made him look older. I thought it was the opposite. So in the Matrix, when he has the long hair and the beard and it's all colored in black, right? Yeah. There, there's sort of a softness to him and it could could have been a filter. It could have been a lens. They could have been purposely trying to do that. When he's out of the Matrix and his face is shaved, you see how gray his stubble actually is and his hair actually is. And I, I think they purposely how, made him look younger with the beard and like within the Matrix just because... Because they're trying to like say, what, when, it's been 60 years, but yeah, look, you haven't really aged at all. For him, it's 20, which in real time it is for us as well, right? Right. It's been 20 years since the Matrix, but they're saying it's been 60 years and then even um, Mr. Smith, or Agent Smith, even says when he finally wakes up, like he looks better because he's not Hugo Weaving. He's, you know, yeah. a much more handsome version. <laughs> with you know, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, again, I, and I think that's why I, because I'm somewhat. I'm I'm somewhat forgiving on the second Matrix, 
not so forgiving on the third because my opinion of, of the third was that they pretty much blew up anything they tried to do in the second um, when it came to the concept. They, it's been a while since I've watched them, but that's the one takeaway I remember when the third one came out and when I got out of the movie, I'm like, so great. I mean, you might as well just have stuck a train at the fucking end of the movie and been like, your future hasn't been written yet. None of it has type <laughs> thing. They really, it, it's, it, that's the feeling you get at three. Basically, it, it, it. Slices and dices. Oh, whatever, do what I want. Rips up, rips up everything you were meant to believe in the first and second one. Mm-hmm. I thought this one, it it kind of tries to tie all that in by saying, okay, you know, one of the reoccurring themes at one point in one of the movies was sort of, this has happened before and it will happen again, not in a Battlestar Galactica type way, but in a Battlestar Galactica type way. So... <laughs> Like they're they've gone through this before, where there's there's been the one, they've escaped, they've gone through this. It's had to be reset, right? Yeah. They kind of take that and say, "Well, we're not doing it this time." No. So we're keeping you two separate, but together, but not. Well, because the energy that they provide when close enough is something that they never had before, but but too close is too much. Which right, it blows up right. everything. And I mean, it's <clears throat> the having to cast someone else else as Morpheus. I think that's more. I, I think if I read correctly, or if I've seen things, it had to do with like and COVID and no, all that. Apparently, see when, I, when Lawrence Fishburne was asked, he said, "No one asked me to be part of this movie." See, and I've read two things. I've read that, yeah, and I've read that. No, no, he he couldn't. Like I've read two different versions of that. But the way the story's written, he couldn't be in that movie because <sighs> because he well, I mean, wasn't he's like a program any- now. Yeah, he's a program now, and that's it. And so he's he was speaking, yeah he was Morpheus and Smith. A Smith, the coded, yeah, right. Together. So, and I again, I just, I, I think, what what gets me is, they make it so that good old Lawrence and Keanu can meet up in John Wick and have a great Matrix reference, just to not be able to bring the two back together. For the fourth matrix you yeah, know what i mean cool. i i don't know it's kind of weird ish to me kind of yeah um you it know was, yeah was io strange. io i'm assuming they're they just dropped the z in the n from zion and that's where we got io <laughs> probably there must be mother me i mean Io's also a moon of i think jupiter so or saturn <laughs> <laughs> but I, and again for everything I can find somewhat redeeming I do I can see the flip side to it uh, the fact that I mean really all he does is how you can to get rid of bad guys he doesn't really fight right, in this yeah. movie the fighting is which, which, which I found shield. disappointed 
Yeah, he's a literal shield. Which again and again, it's if John Wick didn't happen, I can totally understand why, you know, fifty nine year old Keanu isn't as agile as his, you know, thirty nine, forty year old counterpart. Mm-hmm. But because you know, he's done John Wick and he's doing John Wick and we see those action sequences. It's like he did have that fight scene with Smith when the Merovingian shows up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that I that, just wanted to. Ugh. I, yes. Yeah, that I was the worst scene, scene for me. Every that, time. Absolutely. That was <laughs> the worst scene. I mean, great. I like, you know, fighting, but that whole scene was just like, oh, like, why it, why? it served why? no why purpose. Weird, yeah. Exactly. It served the no purpose, purpose at all. The only purpose it served was to say that older programs still exist, but not in their sophisticated form that they once were. They brought back those white uh, twins with the swords. But that's what I think the whole purpose of that <laughs> scene was for. But every time I see that guy, it reminds me of like Super Troopers, and it just gets all... <sighs> out from there yeah. but it's again that scene the fighting sequences okay but that whole scene in general was like oh really yeah. we did yeah. that we went there come on guys yeah we're better than this yeah you know and <laughs> but clearly not it was only it was only lana that directed this one right yep and I'm wondering if there, if part of that is because they really were a duo when they wrote together. You know, they wrote together, they directed together. Well, this is the first so, thing she did solo, though, right? See, and that's it. Like, I think this is her first solo project. Um, I'm trying to see. Wachowski, the Wachowskis. Yeah, I'm thinking it was. But I think them together perhaps are better than oh, yeah. their That's individual good. counterparts. And maybe if, you know, her sister was with her, mm-hmm. that the idea flows would, would be would the... the brainstorming and everything like that may have made a better impact overall on the movie. Like, mm-hmm. as I said, the meta, yeah, it did get a little, you know, too much. But at the same time, like the cat being deja vu, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact that his medications were, in fact, the blue pill. Yeah. Um, although the pills changed. They went from, like, uh, Dayquil and Nyquil to like um, aluminum oh, look, type yeah. looking, pharmaceutical <laughs> you know? type, or, like uh, the 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 ones where you can just like snap in half and then it's it. You know what it reminded me of? Colored, but it reminded me of the adipose pill, the necklace, yeah. and yeah. the the you know that's oh, how yeah. I, like when I looked at it, I know right. Doctor Who get all oh, the references, yeah, get all the references in there, um, but. Again, I think overall I was 
I was okay with it. You know, it wasn't like, oh my god, I hated this movie so much. Yeah, I didn't come up like, oh my god, like worst thing, wasted two hours of my life, like I did with Halloween. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to that. But oh, yeah, worst thing I, I mean, watched ever. And the fact that I did watch most of it again, I, I had to take care of something with the kids, so unfortunately, mm-hmm. I I stopped watching it, but. <clears throat> It had been a while since I watched it, so I needed certain things, like my memory, to be jogged on certain things. Um, Mm -hmm. I like that um, the Oracle was still there. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. Um, I had a feeling I knew where they were going. What's her name? Something Chopra? Pikri? The one who's married to the... Jonas Jonas guy. They just had a kid. But... I I assumed that's like the character she was going to play was the little girl, so that was kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know, that they sort of brought that in, that fact, yeah. yeah, and that even though they should have died at the end, that them doing what they did brought sort of man and machine together, and not in the way they had thought, mm-hmm. you know, in in the real world. So, like, certain aspects of it were actually really good. And overall, it I mean, it was okay. It was really okay. Wouldn't go past that to yeah. say really good now that I've watched it again. Um, but there's only so much you can do as well. You know, you have an aging cast. And you did kind of fucked up, fuck up on the third one. Let's be real. So there's there's sort of some yeah. amending you you know that you have to do in this one. Um, some of it may have been for fan service. Some of it may have been hey, in case you guys forgot, you know the projection that that's why they put it there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel uh, like if you were, I don't know. I feel like if you were the person oh look a fourth matrix movie i haven't seen the original i'm gonna go watch it well we said that about ghostbusters too though right and apparently not everybody shows has that they just dive right in no um the mirror thing and again like, yeah this is i, I would kind of i i liked the mirror thing the was cool that- i enjoyed the mirror thing <laughs> even though tyler does not look like he's in- he enjoyed the mirror thing at all um, the fake. No, I did. Like, oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I my big thing. My big thing with it is, you know, 1999, and I mean, I didn't get my first cell phone until 2004, and the technology that was available in 1999 with the dial-up or the the landlines and things like that, putting it into today's perspective, something huh. that would be as common as a cell phone, but not a cell phone, a mirror, I, I really think did its part in that yeah. respect. The, because mirrors are very common. They're, they're everywhere. It's increased. Not, and that's it. Not all of them can unlink you or link you, but at the same time, they are everywhere. They're much more common than uh, a landline phone. And I thought it was cool for them to shift from the phone concept to the mirror concept. I mean, mirrors have always been used as portals, right? So it was nice to yeah. use that. 
nod to to that. And that sort tied of it into the original too, right? Because mm-hmm. exactly. You know, when he, he, he touched it. Yeah. And then went all weird and yeah, into his mouth and, and then yep. And then we hear the uh, the, the modem <laughs> thing and Yeah. Yeah. And I again like I'm trying to think like certain scenes at the, the beginning, the whole opening scene, because you're watching it and you're thinking exactly what they're speaking. This is this is right, but it's not right. Something's wrong with it because it's not the Trinity we know. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's being acted out for us, you know. So you have that same right. feeling that she has where it's like it's right, but it's not. There's something wrong with this somehow, you know, To and that again, leads us into what they're, you know, trying to do, which is, is again, some things were really nifty. Other things, like, what? Let's fight. The visual effects are a lot better, especially with the fight scenes, because they didn't go full CG like they did in the second and third movie, so they kept it yeah. practical. Left yeah. In. That was nice. It would be very interesting to see if, how the Matrix, you know, obviously, there'd have to be different actors, but if it was produced today for the first time, you know? Well, and I think, yeah. I think you could probably do that, especially if like, if the, at the end of this one, the machines won again and rebooted the matrix and then you start over again. Right. And you, and, and see, that's it. Essentially. That's what we are led to believe that, it all ha- like it all happened again. This is now the one-off, the offshoot of it. But at the same time, yeah. we we went through this before with the Terminator. We've gone down this sci-fi route before, where the you can't change this, or it can be, or it can't be, and all of this stuff. You know, it's just the events still happen, just the way they happen are different. You know, this this is great, but it's very possible a reset is. Still still inevitable you know that the machines do win and then they can reset it it's just this time we get a little bit further it's the the causality yeah. loop you know <laughs> all has about it ship oh, you know dear. we gotta look for the three pips we gotta look for the three pips you know but mm-hmm. the question is is how many times can you reset it where a little each time you get a little bit further but then it resets back to, you know, and we're doing this all over again. How, yeah, how many con- time loop shows can we reference into this? You know you're a sci-fi nerd when. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. You know, it's there's always that possibility. Um, they may have to hand the reins over to someone else. I noticed that like David Mitchell also had a bit of a hand in writing. And he's the writer of Cloud Atlas, and I mean, she brought back a lot of people she's worked before, like like a bunch of people from the TV show she did, yeah, in the movie, right? So, and that's it, like because they all, you know, whether how they they obviously think and how they write and how they want it visualized, you know, there's a lot of similarities in those types of things. So I, I get why. I thought it was interesting that it was David Mitchell. That's actually the book I am reading right now. Um, the Bones Clock, I think it's called. And it's really good. And again, it, 
sort of weebly wobbly stuff happening. So I get why she, she got him to to sort of, you know, she onboarded him for that. It's again not it wasn't bad. I don't know what all the interwebs are are freaking out over. Like I see points to why they may be a little upset, <laughs> but. I think Not, their expectations were way too high. I think that was the issue. But what did they expect? I mean, even I I mean, I don't always go in with lowered expectations for things. Mm-hmm. But I temper my expectation. Especially for something that left off with a bad taste in your mouth with the third movie, right? Exactly. Like it could really only go up from there, couldn't it? Yeah. It did. So exactly. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. So I, it's one <laughs> not, of those. Not very much. Where... Not very much, but it did. Yeah, Revolutions twice. I've only watched the one time in the theater. I was done with it. <laughs> Again, I thought they they did such a good job in the first one, and even the second one explaining things that when they did the third one, I'm just like, oh, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I I totally. You know, I like you know, philosophy and all of that. And he kind of said, no, blah, we're, we're doing something else. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> uh, dur. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. I mean, I, yeah, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I would probably watch it again. Maybe. See, I well, wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind watching. I I would watch it again just to get a refresher. But I, like I said, I watched it twice now, and I don't hate myself for watching it twice. So, it and that's where I'm at. It's it's you know what the second time, the second go around. Okay, I got some perspective as to why maybe people were a little chirpy. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you know, it, it went real meta. Yeah. I, I get that. I understand that. <laughs> I understand people's quirks with that. But at the same time, I'm like. They kind of almost had to, to yeah. you know, sort of seriously because obviously we're not. So I again, I I would probably watch it again, which is all you could really ask for in a in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Unlike well, that, uh, uh, Halloween Kills. Unlike yes, unlike Halloween Kills. Uh, is there? Uh, did we pick something for next time? I don't know if we did or not. I don't remember. French Dispatch. Oh, oh yeah, French Dispatch. Yes, good call. Good reminding. I guess. I guess. Oh, because I watched that. I'll watch it a third time. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I might have to again. It's been a while since I watched it. Yeah. My brain isn't as uh it, It's more like a sieve now instead of a sponge. So I may you have, don't have to have a hard drive or anything. You don't. I'll try to. I'll try no. I'll try to get Chris to watch it. But um, as I was watching the opening credits, I immediately thought, and he would have turned it off right here. <laughs> Even the opening <laughs> credits, he would have hated. Just don't tell him it's a Wes Anderson film. Just say hey. he knows. <laughs> okay, he knows. <laughs> you should. It. You should. You should rename it. Rename the file and. Put put a different thumbnail on yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. the file and be like, oh, Chris. Yeah, you know, you, you, oh, look, a new movie. The, the data. Like, this is something else. This is not Fresh Dispatch. Change yeah. Just, else. just hit play. Like, see what <laughs> Until happens. Until it comes straight up, the French Dispatch. I, I'm out. 
<laughs> That's when you distract him, because you know when it this comes is where, up, you distract him. It's as soon as he realized what he's watching, and you know, in like every Looney Tunes cartoon where the, the character's gone and it's just a puff of smoke left, that yeah. would be Chris. Because <laughs> there's no way I can... I mean, I almost had to nail him down to watch the Grand Budapest Hotel. And that's the only one he sat through because I forced him to. And we all know how we felt. Yes, we did because because good old Facebook. (laughs) Oh, the back to back book. Best movie ever. Worst movie ever. (laughs) Good times. All right, well. Next week, we'll do the French Dispatch because we like Wes Anderson around here. Wes Anderson. And, uh, yeah. So we'll yeah. definitely do that and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.